Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, I'm Lauren Vogelbaum, and this is another classic episode of the podcast. In this one, we talk about the great pox, a.k.a. syphilis, and whether a certain bard may have been afflicted with it. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. William Shakespeare mentioned diseases often in his plays, probably because he was literally surrounded by them. I mean, aren't we all? But during his London-based lifetime in the 15 and 1600s, such notorious illnesses as the bubonic plague, typhus, and malaria ravaged citizens, all made more potent and deadly by rodents, overcrowding, and virtually non-existent sanitation systems. Also striking fear into the hearts of just about everyone were smallpox and the great pox, known today as syphilis. 
The two conditions actually present similar rashes, despite being different in terms of type of infection and transmission. Smallpox is a virus spread by breathing. Syphilis is bacterial and almost always sexually transmitted. The hallmark of both diseases was a body riddled with pustules, also known as pox. It fell to the people to distinguish between these horrors. Thus, syphilis became known as the Great Pox, not because the pockmarks of syphilis were larger than those of smallpox, but rather because in the 15th to 17th centuries, it was the greater fear. Syphilis was likely introduced to Europe when Christopher Columbus, oh, that guy, and his crew brought it back from the New World in 1493. Although there are other theories, the timing is definitely suspect. The pandemic began in Europe pretty much right after they returned, killing many. Even those who were lucky enough to survive were typically covered in scars and went blind. Of course, the Europeans, for their part, left behind smallpox and other diseases in the New World, sometimes intentionally, which, along with slavery, would wipe out millions of Native Americans. Fortunately, smallpox has now been eradicated by vaccine, and we have penicillin to treat syphilis. Shakespeare's writings indicate an interest in syphilis, such as in the play Timon of Athens, where he references the use of inhaled vaporized mercury salts, a common treatment for the disease at the time. In fact, one of his best-known quotes was originally a reference to syphilis. A plague on both your houses, from Romeo and Juliet, was first a pox on both your houses. Thanks to multiple references of syphilis in his works, historians have wondered whether Shakespeare himself was infected. Known for being a little bit of a hustler, his signature during the last years of his life indicates that he experienced a tremor, which is a common side effect of mercury poisoning, which, as we said, was the treatment of choice for syphilis. Of course, any number of physical ailments can cause a tremor, so it's unlikely that this posthumous diagnosis will ever be confirmed. Today's episode is based on the article, You've Heard of Smallpox, But What Was the Great Pox? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Leah Hoyt. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.